This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, what do you say we do a podcast? We kick off a beautiful Monday. His name is Al. What's up, dude? Oh, good morning, Jerry. Uh, this weekend, as I normally do, I do my food shopping on uh, mostly Sunday mornings. Try to go, try to get things for the week. That seems depressing. Yeah, you're right. That means every time you go food shopping, it signifies the end of the weekend and the beginning of a week. Ugh. Yeah, even if I go super early, like I'll try to go sometimes 7.30 in the morning if I'm up at 8 o'clock. Sure. You know, and you still have the full day ahead of you, but you're right, it signals. Which you're right. Last week, for whatever reason, I did it Saturday. Yeah. Different feel. Absolutely. Just like Friday's got a different feeling than Tuesday. Maybe I'll change it up. Start doing it Saturday mornings. I, I think that's a good idea. For the week. Yeah. Maybe you get ripe bananas on Saturday. Uh, yes. Maybe Maybe I'm going Sunday when they put out the new bananas for the week. And if I go Saturday, I get the end of the last week's green bananas and they're brown by now. Could be. Never know. But one of the things I noticed and tweeted out and then got a response from people was... Uh, I mean, I was in the supermarket. The lack of self-respect of the way people dress to go to the supermarket. Disgusting. They're animals. Yeah, I agree. Like, it starts with hair is a disaster. Mm-hmm. They've done no hair. And now, by the way, with the masks, even worse. Yeah. Because I don't even know if these people are brushing their teeth. Correct. So, messy hair. Stretched out collared t-shirt with stains on it. Okay. Pajama pants. Pajama pants drives me crazy. Or sweatpants. That is just awful. Uh, some sort of sock flip-flop combination. Just disgusting. I agree. They're just disgusting human beings. I agree. And, of course, you know, I would say I would say this one was 50-50. 50% of the people were like, yes, they're disgusting animals. Walmart's worse, all this sort of thing. And then the other half, of course, was... Do you want me to wear a tuxedo to go to the... Yes, because that's clearly the next level up is tuxedo. No, how about this? Just clean yourself up and be presentable. Be presentable. Do you ever go get bagels on a Sunday morning? No, I refuse because of it. What goes on there? Well, I don't know what goes it's on worse. there. I mean, a lot of people are actually... <laughs> what I find is a lot of people are getting their bagel and coffee, and they got the kids in the car, and they're off to... An... Like, I do see that a lot. But yesterday, for instance, now we had a double header. At 11 and 1, which did not go well. Um, But I still went out at 8 a.m. and got bagels for the kids and my wife so that they were whatever they could eat and everything. So I went there. The place was packed. Same deal. You had it was a foursome of guys that were clearly going to play golf. They were dressed the part. There was what appeared to be a very attractive female that I think was going to work because she was dressed very nicely, especially for a Sunday morning. Then there was a woman who looked like she either just got in from a really rough night or was just waking up from a really rough night Yeah, and looked disgusting. She had, uh, not Santa Claus, but Christmas flannel pajama pants on. She had ugly sneakers, which is fine, whatever. And she had this enormous T-shirt that just hung on her. Right. That you could tell she slept in. Like a muumuu. And her hair was everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, what is, oh, God, all, no different than the supermarket. Right. Just awful. And people are like, what do you, hey, man, I've got four kids. 
listen, putting on a crappy pair of sweatpants or putting on a pair of jeans takes the same amount of effort. I agree. You and either care about what you look like or you don't. Right. And I don't know if I'm from just the jeans generation, which to me, if I'm going to lounge around in my house all day, I'm put, I'm keeping jeans on. Like, I'm not putting sweatpants on. I, just, I like sweatpants. Um, Like, in the... So I, I wear jeans most days to work. Not all, because I do wear, with no one here, I wear the sporty pants, which I like. Those I love. Um, See, that to me is a step above sweatpants. Oh, I agree. No, it looks, I totally looks better. But I have some Adidas Rutgers sweatpants that are freaking awesome. So like, for instance, today, well, not today. Today's a crazy day. Tomorrow, for instance, I will leave here. I will go exercise, go home, take another shower. <laughs> so be it. And then I'll do whatever. I end up in the batting cage with my son or so. And then uh, sometimes we'll shower one more time before bed. And then I will put sweatpants on at like five o'clock. But to me, the day's over. And right. it's, you know, I don't think it's, um, it's not unpresentable. Right. They're Bef- really nice sweatpants. Before you leave the house, put on clothes that you would I agree. wear that you're, that the normal people would wear in public. Couldn't agree with you more. It's just lazy. It's just the, the lazy, disgusting. Be, pres- be, be, have some respect for yourself. You know what women wear more? And I would say the numbers are overwhelming. Those stretchy pants. Yoga pants. Yeah. I would say, and just looking around the field yesterday, I was like 80% of the women. Yeah, that's an interesting wear move, those. too. Because yeah. well, it depends how you wear them. Well, that's the if thing. You have a long, nice shirt hanging over. It's fine if you're wearing them with, hey, look at me. <laughs> right, especially when that's... you're not in the best shape. Like, like I have a little bit of a belly because, you know, what it is, what it is. I'm, I don't have a... I, well, I oh, that extra sweet potato did you the yeah. other day? <laughs> I did more than my four ounces of sweet potato. <laughs> so I would never wear a skin tight... Nor would I. I'm very conscious of what it looks like. That clings my belly. Yeah. But some people have no problem. Some women have no problem... Men too. Those, wearing, well, I'm talking about the stretch pants oh, yeah, in particular. Yeah. Yep. Wearing the stretch pants where they're not, where they are not in the shape to wear those. It's weird. You draw. You're drawing attention to yourself. Yeah, that's for sure. Like right or wrong. What happened to jeans? Doing. Like I feel like jeans are, are jeans out of style. No, I don't see dudes in jeans, jeans anymore. The, I don't see women. This wearing is what jeans. I think. This is what I think. I think jeans have taken over for a night out, whereas you you used to put the khakis on. Yeah, khakis. I think now it's jeans, and even I for women, jeans. the designer jeans when they go out. Yeah, that I see all over the place. But casually, jeans out. I like. I feel like jeans and a t shirt works for a man or a woman almost in any, depending on what your jeans and t shirt sure. look like. Works in almost any situation. Yeah, I agree. It's a good look. How do we bring that back, Jerry? I do not know the answer to that. But you can get on it. Start it. Start a foundation. Uh, oh, a foundation. I Al's like Jeans a, and Tees. Jeans and Tees. Start a business. Al's Jeans eh, and Tees. There's so many Jeans and Tees now at this point. It's ridiculous. Right. Copycat. It works. I guess. I mean, you got to be very aggressive with your marketing. If like you're Pepsi would have never become a thing if they were like, well, Coca's got this thing on lockdown. Yeah, but if there were 19 other Cokes and then they, like... Well, like I said, stop and shop would be like, we're not going to produce a cola. I mean, Coke and Pepsi and RC. Yeah, but that's stupid. <laughs> I mean, people, I don't know. People suck, dude. I was getting so annoyed at people at the supermarket. I I thought this yesterday because I had a conversation with someone over the weekend where we clearly differed on something. And it was where I got an opinion that I wasn't asking for one, nor was I interested in it. And I came to the and he was really... It's, it's, I can't really get into it. It was just a weird conversation I had. And I had this thought. We live in a society where everybody hates one another. Let's be honest. People don't care for one another. People are rude. I had this in the bathroom on Friday. Here? Yeah, I was walking into that. I won't wa- even work in here. So I'm leaving the urinal in the bathroom before I'm about to leave work Friday at 11. And this big guy, as I turn the corner, comes in. And we almost collide, and I say, excuse me, this effing mute didn't say a word. So all I said was, as I went to the sink, I'm like, we have a voice, we don't have a voice. Nothing. And I just walked out. I'm like, goddamn mute. Like, what? And then I heard him say something. A problem? No. Whatever. I mean, it's fine. Not a big deal. Interesting. But my point is, like. Almost the brouhaha we, here. No, it wasn't. I don't, even, I don't know who he was. 
um, nor did he, because we got masks up to our eyeballs. We don't get along great. We're generally, generally not all that friendly with one another, especially in New York, maybe down south it's different. But God, when there's a crisis, we seem to come together in a lot of cases. Some like, cases. Why does it take, right, why does it take that, though, for people to be on the same page? Like 9-11, everybody's united, everybody loves each other, you know, and then all of a sudden things just peter out. Well, we get back to normal. Why? Being annoyed at each other. Like, why is that the case? I don't know. Like, why do some people get so, and I maybe this is, <laughs> I guess this is kind of you too at some point. Why do why do certain little things bother people that don't really affect them? Well, the 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 little things that bother me, it's more of I try to get behind the thought process behind it, which I I sometimes can't. So grasp. you're more analytical than anything. Yeah, I'm being more analytical about it. That's fair. Like why, which is why I think I like those uh, documentaries about serial killers and. Because I like to know, like, what... What drove them to that? Yeah, what drives somebody... Sure. ...who... And not even serial killers, a regular, like, a, a guy who was happily married for 20 years and he kills his wife. Like, right. w what flipped the switch in this person to make them behave in a different way? So that's why the little things that I wonder about, it's more about the thought process that went into it. Have you ever come up with a common denominator from all of these that you've watched? Serial killers? Um, or just curious murders that have taken place. Like, is no, it I usually mean, something? No, the serial killers is more as more common traits. You know, they're often uh, had hor horrendous childhoods of sexual abuse and and things like that, uh, and and hatred towards women when they were young. And I think that those are now. Of course, it's not in every case. And, of course, there are people who have had horrendous childhoods who don't grow up to murder people. Uh, a lot of people don't. That's right. But there are a lot of a lot of that in serial killers. Horrendous childhoods, physical abuse, mental abuse, yeah. sexual abuse. Sure. Which makes sense. Yeah. Which brought up our whole discussion on free will that time. Yeah, I've thought about this a lot. I think free will, that whole discussion is nothing more than an excuse for people. Nothing more than an excuse, in my opinion. So you do something wrong. Oh, you know what? It's destined to happen. Bullshit. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think. My bad. I don't think the the people who commit the crimes claim free will. That that. No, they, I think when the guy claims that that's the case, Sam Harris. You're you offering yes, you're offering an excuse to people that do bad things. Whereas, as you even just said, there are countless cases of people that do have bad childhoods that don't turn out to be horrendous people. Right. So no doubt it's an influence on you. Doesn't mean that's what you're going to be. Correct. So, yeah. Hmm. Sam Harris. Listen to you once, never again, my friend. I love Sam Harris. I'm sure you do. Here's a <laughs> quality story, Jerry. <laughs> Are you familiar with the monster cereals, the uh, uh, Booberry? Yes. Count Chocula. Chocula. Love Count Frankenberries. Frankenberry. Yes. Well, I don't know tell this. me a bad story no, about no, no this. No, no, no bad story. Okay, it's a good, good story. All right, good. Um, for this coming um, Halloween, they're going to make a cereal called Monster Mash where they're mixing all of them together. Ooh, I'd be in for that. I'd be interested in that. <laughs> that's fun. What took so long? Well, that's a good question. When I was a kid, I loved Count Chocula. Yeah, me too. We still get it once in a while because Joseph likes it. But they say it's it's not available year-round anymore. No, I have a box home. You do? Yeah. I'm almost... Because this uh, is a Count little confusing. It yes, said we have it at home. It said uh, they've become seasonal offerings since 2010. So if you want Count Chocula or Frankenberry for breakfast in the spring or summer, you're out of luck. That's not true. They're now just Halloween season treats. I'm going to text my wife yeah. right now to see if we have it, because I believe that we have that in the pantry right now. Interesting. Yeah. But I loved Count Chocula as a kid, but I think now, like as an adult, you know if what, I had it. She's taking my son to the doctor. I cannot oh. text her right now about Count Chocula. Quick question. <laughs> Quick question. Do we have Count Chocula at home? And if so, when did you purchase it? I feel like I would like, I've never, I've only had Count Chocula of all of them, but I feel like I would like Frankenberry because I like strawberry. I love Frankenberry. Booberry, I don't think I would like. That's blueberry. Yes. I don't think I would like that, but I think I would like the combination. 
I don't of think Monster I've ever Mash. Had that. Booberry? I don't think so. Frankenberry for sure, and Count Chocula, absolutely. Like that and Cocoa Puffs, because you get the chocolate milk at the end. Right. Love those two. But with Count Chocula, you also got the marshmallows. Yes. The chocolate marshmallows. Absolutely. Whereas Cocoa Puffs, just the puffs. Just the puffs. That is very true. Like I used to have Cocoa Pebbles. Evan is endorsing a healthy cereal. Have you yes, heard that? Yes, I have heard it. I'm intrigued. Me too. I haven't gone to the website yet. Because he's talking about your childhood yes. favorites. And how can it really be healthy? I don't know. I want to check it. I don't know it. so much as, as it's healthy as it's not unhealthy. You know what I'm saying? Yes, not ton, not tons of sugar. Right. That's I know. I, but I would go, take that. And here's the crazy thing. Like, I must have heard that live read a hundred times. Yeah. I can't tell you I what can't the either. company is. Me neither. And every time I hear it, I'm like, I got to write it down, yeah, but I'm always yeah. driving. <laughs> I got to do it, too. I, today, when I hear it, I'm going to go right on the website. I'm going to use code Evan. I'm going to get me. Like, uh, I love cereal. Yeah. But I feel like I'm not really allowed or supposed to eat it anymore. I do. I'll still eat Wheaties. I will eat that. But Cheerios. that's it. What about uh, Cheerios? Cheerios, too. Like Cheerios. Cheerios and Wheaties. Those are the only two. And I have oatmeal, plain oatmeal in the morning. Right. And I probably shouldn't even be eating that. Plain oatmeal? I don't know. Everybody tells me that's bad, too, because it's all carbs. I don't know. Al, I you don't understand oatmeal, how to Jerry. eat anymore. You could have oatmeal. Oh, you know how we like to talk about in the summer what the new bathing suits uh, will be seeing? Yes. You know, the ones the, you saw on the beach? In previous years, we talked about you those. You like ass envisioned and ingrained in your mind chikinis. after you watched that? I did. <laughs> that has just got to be some sight. The new thing coming out. Uh, that's going to be hot this summer, Jerry. Velour bikinis. Isn't velour that hot? Seems very hot. Material? Yeah. That's right. Okay. But remember in the past we had underboob bikinis? Yes. We I feel had, like that didn't do so well. It didn't do well, and it should have. Well, because <laughs> you're a pig. <laughs> I like an underboob bikini. <laughs> yes. I don't know why we have to reinvent the bikini. Well, I guess the Kardashians are behind this oh, uh, velvety bikini. The velvety. That does, velvety just doesn't bikini. seem comfortable mm. to me. That's right. But then again, we're not wearing it, so who cares? Yeah. So be on the lookout for that this summer. Velvet slash velour. Well, to be on the lookout, I'd have to go somewhere Bikinis. where people are wearing them. And then this last story I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the headline. I tried reading the entire article. It was very confusing. Okay. But you will understand why I printed this out just based on the headline. Yeah. Now, we're, uh, humans are mammals, right? Yeah. We're mammals. A new study out, a team of Japanese scientists has shown that mammals can breathe through their anus in an emergency. That if an emergency occurs and it's life or death, you may be able to breathe through your anus. That your anus may be able to absorb oxygen. (laughs) See you at 10 a.m. tomorrow. (laughs) I tried reading this. It was very... Confusing, a lot of science talk, but they've been doing studies with mice, rats, and pigs, and finding that when they are desperate, that their anus will try to breathe. Those animals, too. Well, they're part of the mammals, yeah. So have you tried to breathe through your ass? I have not. It says the study finds may apply to humans who are in respiratory distress when ventilators are not available. Oh, come on. Yeah. I don't believe this. I don't believe it either. In through your, it used to be in through in through your nose, out through your mouth. Now it's in through your ass, <laughs> out yes. through your nose. The rectum has a mesh of fine blood vessels just beneath the surface of its lining, which means that drugs administered through the anus are readily absorbed in the bloodstream. So if that, that can I be get. absorbed, why can't oxygen be absorbed through the anus? I, I this see. is what they're wondering. I I don't I don't know. This made the team wonder whether oxygen could be delivered into the bloodstream via the anus. So is this more for, like, you're not going to walk around with a nose plug and tape over your mouth and be breathing out your ass. This would be more medical in case there's an issue. I believe so, yes. They can set it up yeah. to deliver oxygen to the body. They These scientists carried out experiments on oxygen-deprived mice, pigs, and rats using two methods, delivering the oxygen into the rectum in gas form and infusing oxygen and oxygen enema in the butt also. The shame of this is this is a 
legit scientific yeah. study that Eddie is going to make a mockery of. He's going to mock it. <laughs> Meanwhile, this is real science. Yeah. So they're working on this. And Jerry. there are scientific advances every single day. Yes. Never would have thought this one, but hey, this is why they get paid. This is what they're doing now. Yeah. Jerry, would you give if someone's breathing apparatus was mouth to ass? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I do not think so. Are you out of your mind? And that Eddie definitely can't play. In no, you better not. In no form can you play that. No, because you're talking about not that last part that right. Jerry just said. So don't even please don't, don't. even cut that up because it's not usable. No, and that is in line with the conversation and the study we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about science. I would like to uh, see more work be done on this. <laughs> Why don't you fund it? Why don't you send half of your four hundred one k to it, and it can be the Al Dukes project. <laughs> Well, look at this, Jerry. The Yale School of Medicine is working on this. I'm I, I'm not surprised. They call it EVA, enteral ventilation via anus. That he'll use. <laughs> <laughs> that he'll use. That's interesting. It is interesting because it's another way to, again, get oxygen into the body, I guess. So. Right, via the anus. <laughs> yes. You just like saying that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does make sense. Yes. I, the more right. you read it, the more it made sense. What they're to saying me. is, if they need to get something directly into the bloodstream, and you use the membrane of the anus, it gets more absorbed quickly. Plus, if it can blow it out, <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of work that anus is! <laughs> I, man, yeah, I got nothing. Crazy. Dude. Hey, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. I think it's then. enough. All right, warm-up show is next. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't Well, suck. especially with so much going on there, Zach, nice to hear from you, along with the Eddie Scazzeri. It is the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. The man, the myth, the legend, the guy who is living a vacation-style life right now has graced us with his presence as he drove up from the gorgeous Jersey Shore. A wonderful weekend. His name is Al Kyle Dukes. What's up, Al? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, yeah, I woke up Saturday morning in lovely Bradley Beach, New Jersey, to a female volleyball tournament. I wore out those binoculars, I imagine. <laughs> or did you just go watch? Jerry, did you know that the uniform for uh, women's beach volleyball is cheek keenies? Yes, I did. And thongs. Very skimpy bathing suits. Yeah, interesting. How long were you in the bathroom? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I mean, every Saturday morning, you probably got to do that. Go to the bathroom? Sure. I do that every day, sure. go to the bathroom. Right. But, yeah, it was quite a scene going sports on. Bra, sports bra, sports bra, sports <laughs> bra. Especially after staring at those cheek through your binoculars. Yeah, my eyes hurt. <laughs> Cheekinis, Jerry. That's the. I mean, no other sport is the uniform a cheekini. Um, let's see. Is there nope. anything else you thought about this? I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, it's, I mean, but 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 beach volleyball is also you know not exactly a mainstream sport. Well, so we'd have to come up with other odd sports. It's mainstream to me, Jerry. Swimming. Swimming. Not a cheekini. They wear a one piece, like a wrestling mm. singlet. A singlet. Look like at a you. wrestler does. Yeah, Very so that's what went on. Uh... What time should I be over Saturday? <laughs> and you say I don't follow sports, Jerry. <laughs> you don't, but that's okay. <laughs> but you can enjoy that. Well, I knew something was up because, uh, like, Wednesday or Thursday of last week, uh, they were setting up tents, like, with sponsors on sure, it. Sure, yeah. And that usually means either surf, some sort of surf competition, or beach volleyball. How about that? How about women surfing? Well, they have the wetsuits. No, they're wetsuits. Yeah, you got to go wetsuit, Jerry. Well, no, that's not true, though. If you surf in a warm climate, they don't wear wetsuits. That's true. So well, that you can't could wear be a another bikini one. And surf. If a, if a, a wave takes you away, you're going to lose your top. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Poss- that is possible. Yeah. Listen, the risk you run. So, yeah, so that's what went on down by me. I also uh, took a walk through Ocean Grove, New Jersey, and there's a house there with a giant... Uh, Alan ba- Jerry sign? 
No, almost. It's a, it's a giant sign that says Captain Midnight on it. Wow, a Steve Summers fan. Yeah, like I thought maybe Steve Summers lives there, and I tweeted out the picture. I do not think so. And somebody goes, you got to do your homework, and that's a rock and roll historical house. I was like, I don't know what that means. So I tried Googling it, and nothing came up. Okay. So if anyone could like actually just tell me instead of like leading and me. And yelling at you. <laughs> yeah. You should know. Well, just tell me then. Right. So Agreed. that's what I did. Then talk about, I'm going to say this is no buzz, Jerry, just because until I got here. Now, yeah. I did. I do extensive research in the morning, Jerry. I go through all the sports websites. All mm-hmm. the, I just heard that the Islanders played. Really? Yeah, I saw that nowhere. Well, unfortunately, it takes a backseat to the NBA. It takes yeah. a backseat to baseball, and it is what it is. They played yesterday afternoon in Pittsburgh. Too much going on, you're saying. And it was an overtime win. I didn't really realize until I saw Sidney Esiason and Winnie in their Islanders outfits rooting on Dad it's, Matt Martin. I was again, like, oh, that was yesterday. The NHL is such a weird sport because their fans are just freaking diehard fans that can't wait for every minute of every game. And if you're not into it, you simply don't pay attention. Right. So, and look, I didn't watch that. We had we had a doubleheader yesterday ourselves, so I was not in front of the TV at all yesterday. But I knew they were playing and they because won. I read the paper yesterday morning. And also, we talked about it Friday. And they did win. The former devil with two goals, including the game winner. Who's that? Kyle Palmieri. Oh, Hence that's why your easy. middle name was Kyle today. And that's easy to say. It's not one of those uh, more complicated no. hockey names. You know, it's funny you say Kyle that. Kyle Palmieri. It, it's so interesting you say that because as I do my sure. extensive recent research as well, you're looking at all the games. And there were four, yeah, there were four playoff games yesterday um, from the NHL. And so as I'm looking through it, if I can find it, because I want to make sure I get the kid's name proper, the game winner in the Flames game. I had a go because I don't know. I mean, I Calgary Flames, Jerry. Look at you. So his name is E L I A S. Elias. Yeah, I didn't know if it was Elias. 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 So it is. It's Elias Lindholm who he, had the game winner. He's a good player, but I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw the Flames play a hockey. He game. was named after the sports bureau. He might have been. He his, might have been. His parents were very big fans of statistics. And, and by the like way, that. speaking of names, I want an apology. From Friday. What happened? The whole Paula Creamer thing. Uh, I went and found video after video after video, not to mention a major sponsor of hers did a commercial with her, called her Paula Creamer. She at one point refers to herself as such. So I don't care what people want to call in and tell me her name should be. This is what she's called on television. So you are claiming her name is Paula Creamer. Yes, so so does she. And the others that were going opposite said her name was pronounced Creamer. Supposed to be Creamer. But you were correct. Yes. Even Ann Liguori checked in at the very end of the show, and she said Creamer. And said it so confidently. You're right. If any video you find, that's how her name is pronounced. Always has been. I'm not saying it's right, but that's what it is. Paula Creamer. Yes. So I'll I'll wait for the apology this morning. I'm not going to say anything until the nine o'clock hour. I want to see if they apologize. See if they do it on their own. I My like guess that. Is no. I like that. Yeah, that works in relationships as well. Uh, you know, marriages, personal relationships. If you don't say anything and wait for the other to apologize, you'd be waiting till next month, and you'd be steaming the whole time. <laughs> now, Jerry, you mentioned that maybe we didn't hear about the Islanders game because there was so much going on. We had baseball, of course. Yeah, yesterday was crazy. Where the Mets got swept by the Tampa Rays. What a Rays. horrible weekend. Horrible weekend. And the sad was it the Saturday game? Which no. Which one, Jerry? No, you Friday tell me I know it all. No, Friday night's game. Peterson was pitching so well, and then it just went to hell in a handbasket on them. It fell apart. It did, and then they were terrible. Saturday, yesterday, Stroman gives you nothing. You got injuries all over the place, and now they lose three in a row. And they lost Conforto and McNeil both to hammies. Yeah. That's not a great. That is not great. You don't know when Nimmo's coming back. DeGrom right. will throw today. We don't know when he's coming back. It's just... It's you have a cough button. God bless you. I know, but I sneezed. If I had a cough, Jerry, I would have hit the cough button. You jackass. <laughs> There's no buttons here labeled sneeze. I guess not. That's fair. So, yeah, so it was a really it was a lost weekend and a crappy weekend. And yet, at the end of the day, as bad as they are, or played this weekend, I should say, they're still a half game up in first place. All right. And you uh, almost had a brouhaha in Philly. Oh, we in did. In the dugout. Almost had a brouhaha between Joe Girardi 
And who's this? It was the second baseman. Yeah, Jerry? Gene Segura. <laughs> You've heard of him, I hope. Jean. I call him Jean. No, you don't. <laughs> Gene Segura. They got into it in the dugout. So Segura, I guess, had uh, two errors in the game. Guess he wasn't playing well. And I guess something was said, and there was almost a brouhaha. Almost. He had to be held back. By the way, Joe Girardi, older Would guy. kick his ass. <laughs> still fight. I agree. I know Joe. You don't mess with catchers. Especially They're one that's tough. in shape like he is. Especially catchers in an era where you could plow into the catcher. That's true. Which was the Joe Girardi era. That is true. Where he'd be ready, like a guy would be barreling down on him, and he would just make like a wall, and you'd have to try to run him over. I would take Joe Girardi in that fight against Gene I would Segura. too. I would, would too. Yes, I would too. Joe oh, Girardi just reminds scrappy. me of like a Marine that's going to kick yes. your ass. That's what he reminds me Old of. Old school Marine. And he is just inside. Like if I can... Oh, <laughs> Never been in that shape. But if I could be in that shape at his age. In Joe Girardi shape? My goodness. He's your age, right? He could be. I think he is. Would you take me or Gene Segura in the fight? <laughs> I would take anyone. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Hmm. Like, you don't want to fight, so why I would don't. I take you? I'm a lover, not a fighter, Jerry. Uh, you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> You're kind of... Probably neither Kind of, of a peeping Tom is what you become. <laughs> I'm not a peeping Tom, Jerry. You just I said you sat it. there and looked at girls on the beach in I, binoculars this weekend. I can't help but if I As have windows. As a fan of beach volleyball and chikinis. <laughs> I can't help but if I have windows where I live, Jerry. Joe Girardi's older than you. He's 55. 55? Ah, 56, actually. 56. Yeah. He's getting older by the minute. Well, you know what? He was with the Yankees for a decade he as was, manager. As so manager. Plus, I he was a player. Put that into account, yes. Huh. So, yeah, I'm taking, in that case... I am taking both Segura and Girardi over you. Even okay. though you're younger than Girardi, you're significantly older than Segura. Yeah, Segura. I'm taking cute. them guys, I'm not cute. you. Uh, Jacob DeGrom is scheduled to throw today, Jerry. I guess we're going to find out what's going on with him after this uh, throwing session today. I guess so. We'll know whether it's a serious problem or if uh, I'm going to say not a serious good. problem. You think uh, you you think he makes his next available start? I think he will make a start soon. A start. Soon. Interesting. Yes, and I think he'll be okay. All right. I hope. I, hope. So. I mean, they need him. I mean, the pitching's been good for sure, but it's Jacob DeGrom. And he's got it going on. <laughs> yes, so they've said. A little Taiwan course, Walker tonight. that was Stacey's tonight. mom, but. A little Taiwan Walker tonight, Jerry, for the Mets. I love Taiwan Walker. How much of that will you watch? Uh, Mets-Braves, that's a... That's a, a Quite a rivalry, Jerry, so I'll probably be in front of the TV all For night. at least one oh. inning. 7-10 <laughs> start. Garrett Cole on the mound. But in, you're just all over the place here. In Texas. Now, this I know you won't watch because this doesn't start till after 8 o'clock. 8 5 because, no chance. Because of the time zone difference. No chances. Who, so I, I don't, don't even know. Who's pitching it. for the Rangers? The Rangers, Jordan Lyles. Okay. Ever hear of him? I like the Yankees on that one. I'll tell you what I did Friday. Ooh, was that right, Jerry? Was it Friday night? I see all these days. But don't just you always run. like the Yankees when Garrett Cole's pitching? Doesn't matter who they're playing. No, not necessarily. Is that right? No, not necessarily. Who would you not pick Garrett Cole against? I don't know, <laughs> but I have to see. But here's what I did Friday, which you would be, I think you'd be proud of me. So the Yankees are down three two to the Orioles. So I said to my son, I'm like, we're watching the game. I said, what do you think? They've got to be at this point. That must be a good number. They're not losing in Baltimore. It's three two. They're going to hit home what runs. What inning is this? Do you have any? It do you was. Remember? I want to say it was the fourth or fifth. Inning. All right. So we're still still some time. So I said, you know what? I'm going to put a hundred bucks down on the Yankees. I got plus one sixty. Easy win. Easy win for like you. You knew they were winning that game. I didn't know that. I I did. You knew. You I had felt, a feeling. Let's put it this way. I felt very confident that they would beat that team. I thought they'd win all three games. And even yesterday, they score four runs in the first, and then they drop dead. But yeah, um, I yeah, I felt good about Friday night. I was kind of into it. That was an easy win. I like it. Jerry. I, I think I bet a hundred bucks, and I got back. What did I get back? Two eighty or something? Something like that. Not bad. That isn't bad. We'll Scroll. put it all on Garrett Cole tonight. I am not putting it all on Garrett Cole tonight. Are you crazy? Take all of your money out of your 401 Because the problem with doing that is the odds are going to be low. Like, right. What are you going to make? To me, the value in that was plus 160. Yankees down a run in Baltimore, please. Tonight, I would think, and we can check during the break. Police. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a, I don't even know what the number would be. A minus something for right. sure. Because I've never heard of Jordan Lyles for the Rangers. I have heard are, of him, but are he's they not Garrett good? Cole. I don't know how they're doing, Rangers? to be honest. I don't think they're very good, but I haven't checked. What I'm about the sure. Braves? Are they pretty good, Jerry? The Braves have been underwhelming is Braves what the Braves Mets. have been. The Braves have not played great. They really haven't. 
Really? But no one in the NL East has played well. And the Mets like? are two games over 500. They're in first place. Who do you like in this matchup? Taiwan Walker or Max Freed? I would say, well, Walker was great last time out. I don't want to say Freed. What about a Walker Castro night? My kind of guys, Jerry. You wanted to go. So you want Walker for six, Castro for three. Yeah. Yeah, but at that point, you're going to get Diaz in the night. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I know you would because that means they're probably winning. Yeah. Uh, actually, Jerry, Saturday oh, was God, of, again with the anniversary. Was officially <laughs> the one year anniversary of my new condo. Now I didn't receive any gifts. I guess they're running a little late with the mail. <laughs> no one cared. <laughs> Regardless, it was the best decision I've ever made: buying my own place and building equity in a home. I owe a big thank you to Carney Bank. You know how much I love them. They made the mortgage process very easy. My mortgage loan officer was always accessible, personable, quick to respond. First-time homebuyers do not hesitate to explore Carney Bank. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, we are just getting started. 517. 517, yeah. 517. We got you Boomer and Geo with an action-packed Monday coming up at 6 on The Fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry. Two scientists responsible for the COVID-19 vaccine. Hi, right, 523. What do you say? It's a Monday as we start a new week. Weather's starting to warm up. Mid-80s by Wednesday. How about that? That's going to be rocking down the Jersey Shore. Oh, I'm going to be ready to rock and roll, Jerry. These are the few months. This is why you moved down there. How'd the dog do this weekend? She did pretty good. She doesn't like people, so, uh, you know. I meant sleep-wise. Oh, sleep-wise? Is that still a mess? That's still a mess. (laughs) She's still getting up at uh, 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Not great. Not sure who has it worse right now. You or Sal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at some point, Sal's going to be able to talk to his baby and say, listen. That's true. What are we doing? That is true. But, do- but but also a child lives for a long time, and a, a dog is only lives like fifteen years, and she's already five years in. So at some point she'll become a senior citizen. Yes, that's and then true. I'll have to worry about her just urinating in the house. <laughs> she can't hold her. Uh... Sounds glorious. <laughs> it is. Re- it's wo- dogs are wonderful, Jerry. <laughs> Best thing I ever did. That's what you always hear people say about children and dogs. Best yeah, thing I ever did. You're who, right. Who will lose bladder control first, you or Whimsy? <laughs> That's a fair question. That is a very fair question. Uh, I have something. Oh, here's something, Jerry, that really, I really, a lot lot of people thought of me when this news came across. Marv Albert is retiring after nearly 60 years of broadcasting. Awesome. And they thought of me, Jerry, because I want all broadcasters to retire at 65 years old. Yes. Now, Marv is much older than 65. He's 80. Yeah. Yes. But he's retiring, making room. For the next generation. Yeah, he had a great run. Although great they, run. Yes! Yes! My only, my, did you read the Mushnick article about him? Phil yes! Mushnick? I did not. So there's a very long article, a nice article, about Marv, which is what a wonderful human being is. So unassuming, friendly, you know, would never do anybody. I forget exactly how he phrased it. I'm sitting there saying, he took Ian's job. What do you mean? When Ian was with the Nets for yes... After the whole thing with Dolan and Marv exited MSG, and Marv is a legend, love him to death, and he, yes, very nice man. I'm not saying any yes. of that. But I would think that that has to be in the story, doesn't it? I would think so. Am I wrong, Eddie? I think not. A, no. You did are they mention the women's lingerie thing, or is that it goes in the story? No, stories but that to me is. That's I, over with? Well, that's a. Yeah, I don't I, No, that wasn't mentioned. I'll just leave that there. I want to find it because I, I, I want to read you the line. That was in the article that I'm like, I'm, I'm again, the article was great. You got to include that, though. Yeah. I would think if you're yes. summing up his career. And again, <laughs> it wasn't his personal stuff. It was his career. So I just got to find it. Eddie, as you can you talk. play me the boomer yes again? I love the Yes. Bo- <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Boy, he came back from that 
I mean, there are very few people that can come back from scandals, and Marv was one of those people. Yeah, came and came back in a different way, too. Didn't well, come first, right back to TV. I think he did right. radio for a while. Right. That's punishment. When you have to do radio, that's punishment. Right. That means, like, like if you were a big TV star, like if Matt Lauer ever comes back, he'll have to do radio first. Like, radio is your first entry back into show I don't think business. Matt Lauer's coming back. Well, if he does, you got to do radio first. I suppose. That's the the lowest level of show business, and you can get into radio, and then if you prove yourself again, then you can go back into television. For sure. I'm just looking because, let's see, Albert. So this is interesting, talking about how good of a guy he is. Mal Marv. So Mike Breen goes into the NBA Hall of Fame over the weekend, as we know, and according to the story, Albert made sure he held off his announcement till today oh, is when nice. the official announcement comes so that it wouldn't overshadow Breen's weekend. And that's great. That I mean, that, nice. that to me is tremendous. Class, Jerry. That's Albert, class. Here, this is this is where it is, I believe. Albert is surprisingly shy, a byproduct of his modesty. He appreciates and politely responds to public recognition and admiration as it comes. Okay, that's all good, fine. He has never big-timed anyone, never thrown his weight around. He got iron demoted. But is that his fault? The Nets, that's the Nets' fault. But you... Let me ask you this. That's like he like yes. Ian had the job. Right. I, I don't I don't know. I even if the Nets came to him, I don't know how you just say have no regard for the guy that's there. Especially since the idea wasn't we're not firing Ian, we're just gonna move him aside for you. Where did he move like aside I, to? I think he did Ian I don't even know. Did Ian do radio? I don't remember. <laughs> they yeah. bumped Ian to radio? I don't remember. Well Ian had started on the radio. No, no, I know that. He got demoted back. No, because Carino's been no, because Carino's been doing the radio since two thousand one, I think. So he didn't. So did I just become like? Uh, I remember he did the games when Marv couldn't, when Marv was doing national. But he was basically Ian's awesome, and he was pushed aside for Marv, but not as awesome as Marv. Then I guess according to the Nets, yes, yes! I guess. The and Nets again, yes! it's revisionist history at this point. Yeah. But the point is, you write that article. I don't know how you don't include that. Unless I missed right. it. Maybe it is in there somewhere. I've been on a, a handful of private planes with Marv and Boomer when they were doing Monday night. Right. Very pleasant. I, again, not saying he's not a great guy. My point was, if you're going to write this article and you're going to put the line that he's never thrown his weight around, Ian got demoted for him. Yes! <laughs> yes! So, and I, whatever. Interesting. Marv's a legend. To me, he is... Bob Murphy, Marv Albert, these guys, that's what I grew up yeah. hearing. I loved Marv as the WNBC local. Yes, the TV uh, anchor. TV uh, sports guy. Yep, yes. for sure. And he used to go on Letterman in the early it's, days. The article said, you know how many appearances? Many. 53. Because he was a, uh, if somebody would, not, he was very good when he would go on. I love Marv yeah. Albert on Letterman. But if someone would cancel, Marv was in the building and was always a good guest ah, spot. Always just. Bring him in. So they could bring him in. The Marv Albert Achievement Awards. Yes. I believe the first big-time guest I ever booked for Joe when yeah. I was a producer way back when in 1998, I believe it was, working overnights. He said we went to a uh, we went to a Ranger game, and I remember we were we were leaving and heading over to Astoria. He goes, hey, I saw Marv briefly. I'm going to give you his number. You're going to call him tomorrow. He's going to come on. I'm like, I'm calling Marv. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Now, think, I'm a 20-something-year-old kid. I had never really booked anybody but a writer at that point. Right. And he gives me the number, and I'll never forget, like, I was nervous to call Marv Absolutely. Albert. Absolutely. And I get the number, and, of course, the first time I call, he doesn't answer. Second time I call, he picks up. And, he again, he couldn't have been nicer. Came on with Joe half hour at 1 a.m. He stayed up, went on, like, one twenty-five in the morning. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I booked him uh, early on here at FAN as well. And I had to be in my early 30s, I guess, or mid-30s. Sure. And, uh, but it was a guy, you know, from your childhood. Yes. And you don't no want, to me, I don't want them to pick up. I'm like, please don't pick up. Because <laughs> it is nervous. It you're is nervous, ner probably. Because you, you don't want them to go, who is this? I agree. And instead, <laughs> yes. But I've got, I same thing. Like, I, oh, he always, uh, and in fact, Eric Spitz, who worked here, said, you know, Marv almost always never picks up. But if right. you leave a message, he'll call you back. And I left a message. Oh, Marv. <laughs> and then yeah, you're right. He calls back and he goes, and he's Mar. That's the voice it's Mar of Marv Albert on the phone. That's his voice. It's very. Cool. And I from I, the line I won't forget was he mentioned me by name. 
He's like, Jerry. yes, Jerry, Joe <laughs> said you'd be calling. <laughs> yes! Wow. Like, I would always call on behalf of Boomer, so he would always have, like, some sort of sure. Boomer joke when he would call back, uh, Boomer, uh, you know, say something. <laughs> right. <laughs> you haven't slept, you can't think of something. <laughs> I can't think of anything. But, but yeah, yeah, very nice guy, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying anything yes. negative about it. Just the article, I thought, missed a little bit. By not mentioning that. In other broadcasting news, Jerry, you mentioned Mike Breen, a Hall of Fame, but he uh, also accidentally referred to NBA player Taco Fall as Taco Randall. Bell. Well, keeps it alive, but right to Taco Bell. Here comes Parker. <laughs> Did I just say Taco Bell? <laughs> oh my you must be hungry, bro. <laughs> that was so, funny. I think of Taco Bell every time I hear Taco Bell. I do Fall. too. I do too. 100%. Taco and Bell, and Taco that does Fall. happen. There are times when, you know, you're doing a game and you're kind of you're going through the other team's names and you're like, boy, that one's going to be tough to not say this. Right. That's a funny one because Taco Bell. Do we fire Mike Breen for this? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh. I, I, I don't think we're going to do that. Does he have to go on a lengthy apology He's got the tour? NBA Finals to call this oh. year. Okay. Are you Maybe kidding after me? That, we'll send him on a lengthy apology I tour. I don't think we need that either. Apology tour? No, I don't think so. <laughs> think he'll be it's okay just to make a mistake. Fine. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't and, sure. If and they had allowed. fun with it. Who cares? They did. Of course. Not a big Taco deal. Taco Bell. Yes. I like Clyde though. He picked right up for him. <laughs> he must be hungry, bro. Yeah. And bro. how about and how about Breen and guy? Well, Breen really and Clyde who have watched crappy basketball for the better part of fifteen years. A couple of good seasons in there, and now they've got a really good team. They. Took care of business over the weekend, couple of close games, and here they are, the four seed. Knicks the four seed, Nets the two seed. Yeah. Now, uh, news came out over the weekend that Kyrie Irving. Not news came out. He came out and said what he said. And said his focus is on violence overseas, and he's not thinking about basketball. Will we get a Kyrie uh, no play in a game? No, he'll play. You think he'll play in all the playoff games? Yeah, he'll play. And he's... You know, the one thing about him, and he, he's an odd person in that he disappeared a couple of times this yeah. year, but he did play out of the 72 games. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but he played 50-something games. It's not like he played 15, right? you know, and missed much of the season. He was out there a lot, and boy, he has had a, at least in my opinion, watching him, I think he's had a great season. That said, he is a very deep thinker. He... I mean, I heard some of the quotes from over the weekend about what's going on in Israel, and he is—he's broken up about it. And he, you know, I don't know what he can do about it, but he's going to try. And I have absolutely no idea what's going on. I just know Israel and Palestine. Yeah, I don't rocket what, attacks. I mean, it's been—it's been a messy week for them. Yeah. I, I am really bad it, at world affairs, right? And so it goes to show, on. like we live in our little bubble, and everything's yeah. right, and everything's going well here. And yet there are parts of this world where you've got human trafficking going on. You've got wars being fought that we don't even know about. People are dying every day. And for him, he thinks with his, I guess, celebrity status, he can do something about it or at least try to get the conversation going. The last I even heard about Palestine was in songs by The Clash, and that was the 80s. So this has been going on for a long time. Wow. the what's I don't know. The Clash? Yeah. Well, they uh, a lot of their songs were about uh, I don't know anything about the Clash. Yeah, except rocking the Casbah. That's all I know. But I think rock the Casbah. I think that is that was what it something is? about that. Yeah, that's a song. So that song and Dirty Laundry from uh, the uh, Don Henley Don or Henley, the Eagles. Yeah. Don Henley. Those were the two popular songs. And when I went on a family vacation to California, and I feel like I heard those songs every time we got in the car. Those two songs, rock the Casbah, like nineteen. I want to say nineteen eighty two ish, because that would have been the time we went there. A couple of times in a couple of years. Yeah. Those were the two well, big Dirty songs. Well, Dirty Laundry, I think, was uh, do, 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 was 81, 82. Yeah. yeah. And Rock the Casbah as well, because I was in the seventh grade. So there you go. I thought this one kid, Vinny, was cool, because he had, uh, he had, uh, had a t-shirt. Cool, well, no, he had that. He brought the album. In. Wow. His parents took him to Kmart and got that album. Oh, yeah. He was or, at the Rock the Casbah. What was it? Sam Goody? Was that the... Uh, Sam Goody was one... Uh, uh, Town, no. <laughs> Music Town was one. Record Town, right? Record, Record Town, Town, that was it. And what? And I guess Nobody Beats the Wiz was basically just an electronic store, but they had a yeah. huge musical they had a selection record, as well. They had a record side as well. 
I was trying well, to find out what uh, what the Rock the Casbah was about, but it's too. Com- I can't even. It's so complicated, Jerry. This is what I mean. I don't know anything about this stuff. Yeah, we're not bright people. Yeah, I wish I knew more about things like that. You well, you have to read. Oh, I see. Like seriously, yeah, read the newspaper or at least watch the CBS Evening News every night. So follow things on Twitter other than barstool, things yeah, like that, and things that annoy you for no reason, right? Other than I think you like living annoyed. And watching women in uh, chikinis on the beach. It's which, quite a life. Listen, good for you. It's quite a life I've, <laughs> hey, good for you. I've made for myself, Jerry. We have to take a break. 536, more than halfway home. We'll get you to Boomer NGO. It's the warm-up show. Until then, right here on The Fan. Al and Jerry. Radio Gaga. Radio Goo Goo. Radio Doo. No, this would not be considered that at all. 542. It's Al and Jerry with you for another 15, 20 minutes or so before we get you to Boomer and Geo. There is so much going on, not enough time to get to it, but we're doing our best. No surprise, Jerry. I screwed up the lyrics to Rock the Casbah and what the song is about. It has nothing to do with Palestine or Israel okay. or any of those things. I thought something about the Clash had songs had to do with that. I just wikipedia this. It said, this song is about uh, the ban of Western rock music by an Arab king. The song describes the king's efforts to stop his population from listening to his music and orders fighter jets to bomb any people in violation of the ban, Jerry. All right. Rock lives. There you go. Rock and roll forever. You learn something when you listen to this show. (laughs) That's right, Jerry. You're not going to learn anything about what's going on really in the world. But if we get something wrong, we'll let you know. <laughs> Which happens a lot. When we, when I Wikipedia, thank God for Wikipedia. When I Wikipedia things during the break, I find things out, Jerry. Because right. if it's on Wikipedia, it's true. It's true. Yes. Here's a, this is a wild story, Jerry. Uh, and I feel bad for this fella. His name is, uh, I believe his name is Wontarius Bryant. I saw this story. This sucks. He's a defensive back from, is it Austin P? Yeah. That's how you say it? Mm-hmm. Austin P. Yeah. It was the victim of a hoax. He got a text message from an Atlanta. This is not right. He got a text message from an Atlanta area code from someone pretending to be Falcons defensive coordinator Dan Pease. Invited him for a tryout with the Falcons. So this fella flew down there, and when he got to the Falcons, it turns out the Falcons never invited him. It was a hoax. Somebody, some jerk, reached out to this fella. Claimed he had a tryout with the Falcons. Yeah. Well, first, it's Dean Pease, not Dan Pease. Second, this stinks. Because, first of all, I would think, I could be wrong, I would think you would call your agent to confirm. Maybe he doesn't doesn't have have an agent. Maybe he doesn't have an agent because he wasn't drafted. But wouldn't you make a phone call to the organization? I don't don't know. know, I don't know if I would because you're getting a, you're getting, you're having contact with who you think is the organization and it checks out in your head because it comes from an Atlanta area code. Yeah, I guess. I I don't know how good a player he was in college, so yeah. it's hard to say. But this one stinks. Now, he took it in stride, did he not? He did. He did take it in stride. He he uh, First, he turned down interviews by ESPN, was looking to talk to him, and he said, you know what, I, I, I posted a whole thing on my Twitter and Instagram about it, and that's all I'm going to say about it. But, yeah, he, he, he went with the uh, everything happens for a I, reason. Yeah, because it happened. That's the reason. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. I can't get into this deep discussion. Yeah, I felt, I did feel bad for him. Yeah. And I just, like, unless this guy, this Wontarius Bryant. I played a prank on him. Right. It's terrible. So unless this Wontarius Bryant fella tried to get with your woman and you're getting back at him this way. Right, there's got to be something deeper here. Yeah. And if it's just that somebody's just being a jerk. Especially if that's his response. Maybe he knows he screwed something up somewhere. Oh, or he you think screwed so. somebody. Right. And maybe that's why he why he didn't want to do an interview. Yeah, you know, if this is the worst thing that happens to me, I'm all right. Right. <laughs> Certainly very possible. Hmm, all right. That said, on the surface, it stinks. It does stink. Because that would be like, I mean, in our world, you know, a Miami radio station offers you, you know, a $500,000 contract. All you have to do is come down and meet the PD. And then you make the trip and like, who are you? Who the hell are you? Like, that would be brutal. Yeah. 
That is not right. As I walk out of here going, screw you <laughs> No, guys. no, you can't quit. No, no. Um, I, I, I guess if there's one saving grace is that he didn't quit a job <laughs> to go do this. He was right. just trying to get a job. He was trying to In get a job. In your case, I could see you telling us all where to go and then crawling back. You know what, Boomer? <laughs> Take a hike because I'm out of here. <laughs> Woo! Al has just announced his resignation. <laughs> and then I show back up be like, yeah, that was April Fool's. <laughs> turns out. There was no job in Miami for $500,000. It's May 17th, not April 1st. <laughs> not April 1st. You fool. <laughs> what do you make of this? Uh, I don't like this Nick Castellanos from the Cincinnati Reds. What did he do? I didn't see this. Oh, he's a punk, Jerry. What did he do? Well, I guess, you know, I don't like when all these guys have problems with the men who run the league. I guess he's got a problem with Rob Manfred. Okay. Why? Who knows? For what? Who knows? Well, shouldn't that be part of the story? <laughs> it's probably deep down in the article, Jerry. I can't. <laughs> All I know is this. He was went to do a post-game interview. He'd hit a home run. Yes. In the Reds game. Okay. And and he said he wanted to let this fan who he uh, got inspiration from to hit the home run, he said, let me let the fan speak on my behalf. A uh, fan in all Reds gear. Yeah. Cincinnati Reds gear. And the fan said that... Uh, as Nick Castellanos was going up to bat, he said to him, pretend the baseball is Rob Manfred's face. And then he smacked a home run. So he let the fan do his talking for him. What a jerk. I bet this is the guy who sent Juan, Juantarius Bryant the text message. I still don't understand. What? So he just doesn't like Rob Manfred? Right. But all these guys, like no one likes Roger Goodell. Why? You're in the best position of your life, partially, mostly, because of these guys running your leagues. Just because of his suspension? Maybe. Is that what it says in the article? And his appeal was denied. Yeah. I guess that's it. I, I don't know. I don't like it. It's a punk move by Nick Castellanos. Yeah, it's also happening in Cincinnati. Whatever. Exactly. No one cares. Guess what, Cincinnati? Never heard of you. <laughs> I'll tell you, speaking of people no one ever heard of, we're not heard much. There's Joey Lucchese, the Mets signed. Yeah. Oh. But he pitched Friday night, right? Oh. He was terrible. Lucci, that's because he's going with Lucchese instead of Lucchese. No, he's not Lucchese. Joey Lucchese. <laughs> yay. Hey, hey, hey. He's not yeah. been great. He stunk. The Castellanos thing is interesting, though, because there's got to be something more than a two-game suspension, which is why he would hate the commissioner. Yeah, hate the commissioner. He wasn't banned for a month and, and fined $500,000, I wouldn't think. And they did this on uh, MLB Network. Oh, weird. And then the MLB Network guy was in full panic mode that... Who was it? Do you know? No, some older dude. <laughs> Grayish. <laughs> oh, you really get the details of these stories nailed down before you present them. <laughs> Give me the deets. <laughs> so they, they, he goes, oh, I'm going to have... Nick Castellano says, I'm going to have this guy tell you uh, my inspiration behind my home run. And as soon as the guy's like, yeah, I told him, that ball is Rob Manfred's face. Go out and smash it. They're like, all right, everybody. Okay, that, that's enough. Okay, let's go to the break. God forbid, I do something. like as you presented the story, though. I asked <laughs> you what the beef was, and you said, not sure. It might have been deeper down in the article. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google that during the break. I have so many articles to read, Jerry. If they can't tell me within the first few lines, oh my God. then they can't tell me. Right. Well, yes, but what's the point of the rest of the article then? And that's or the you, rest of the story. Or would you, how about this? You could start your own newspaper. Okay. This is not a terrible All idea. Right. Go ahead. In the day and age of really shortened attention spans, mm -hmm. and the internet's got everything, and right. newspapers are dying, start your own paper. Al's Boring Daily. Mm -hmm. Nothing but headlines and paragraph. <laughs> That's paragraph. it. That's your story. Headline and a paragraph. Move on. You know what happens? And this is the real reason as to why I have a hard time reading full articles. I'm on my phone, right? I'm seeing these articles. I'm seeing the news. Yeah. This is the day and age we live in. I click on the article. God forbid I read a paragraph without a pop-up, having to close things oh, out. Oh, sure, it's tough. Video starting. And I am like, enough, I got it. To your point, the Marv Albert article that I read the yes. other day, I think there were three pop-ups before yeah. I was actually able to finally settle into the article. And then as you scroll down, the video starts to play. Exactly, goodbye. It's very, fr well, but then again, isn't that the part of it being free? Yeah, like but if no it, one's, but this. Like Boomer's got the, the New York Post app, and it looks great yeah. on the iPad. I don't know the answer to this. 
is all that gone then if you subscribe? I believe so. Yeah, I think I think it's just the newspaper. So I guess at the end of the day, if you're going to get it for free, that's what we got to deal but with. We, we, Jerry, we expect free things on the internet. Well, listen, everything's not like your porn, Al. We want everything for free. Not going to get everything for Including free. Including that. Life is not free. So then don't either, either and like NJ.com, they yeah. went to a model now where you have to pay. And I, still I think get, I subscribed, actually. You did? I did. I still get yeah. suckered in on Twitter where I'll see an article that I'm interested in and I click it and it says you got to be a subscriber. I would almost rather that than put the article in front of my face and hit me with 19 pop-ups, videos. It's annoying. I totally agree. Then which? Then at the as you scroll down to the bottom, uh, which celebrity has three noses? Like and I, It's stupid. You know what's not annoying? Carney Bank. That's a great point, Jerry. You may have heard that this Saturday I celebrated one year in my condo. If you're sick of paying rent like I was and want to build equity in a home, equity. What did I say? Equity? Equity. You know what that means, Jerry? Money. Get in touch with Carney Bank. They made the entire mortgage process easy. Things that would have taken a few days at the big banks were done in an afternoon at Carney. I wouldn't recommend anyone else. Also, their first-time homebuyer program offers a ton of savings. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, we got a little more to do than Boomer and Geo at the top right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on the Warriors. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. A couple more minutes till we get to the top. Knicks win. They're the four. Nets won. They're the two. Islanders won. Take game one. Losses for the Mets and the Yankees and a bunch of injuries for the Mets, Al. And the warm-up show is brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. You guys got a sponsor? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's it's been right. like three weeks now. Where are you Yeah. Nice. I don't know. It's the first time I heard it. Oh, no. Oh, we've got sponsors, Boomer. They're lining up out there to be part of this. Jerry, did you see that uh, uh, Giants first-round pick, Kadarius Toney, had a problem with his shoes over the weekend? Right. He wore the wrong size cleat or something? Yeah. Is that it? How about that? <laughs> How do you not know your shoe size? Good question. That I'm a 10 and a half. I would have said, give me 10 and a half. But isn't it possible he did and the guy screwed it up that gave him the oh, shoe? Oh, maybe the guy gave him the wrong shoe. But think about how saying. many feet he's got to put shoes into. A lot of feet. Uh, who knows? What do you think the you smallest? How many pair of shoes that a, a, an NFL football That's what I was saying. A lot. And most guys right. actually bring their own shoes with them. This is your exactly. home for Yankees talk, tickets, and every game. 